Hello and welcome back to The Buzz. We hope everyone is enjoying the holiday season. On this episode, Lead Senior Compliance Consultant Tina Mitchell is here to speak with us about if your firm is disclosing all financial compensation conflicts. We hope you enjoy the episode. Last month, the SEC published frequently asked questions that provide guidance on disclosure by investment advisors of compensation arrangements and surrounding conflicts. There are only six questions, however, most answers contain detailed information and examples, so if you haven't read these already, I suggest you do. For this week's CCO Buzz, I'm going to discuss the more salient points reflected in the FAQs and some of the examples of information that need to be disclosed. Advisors owe their clients a duty of care that requires them to provide investment advice that is in the best interest of the client. Advisors are required to eliminate or at least expose through full and fair disclosures all conflicts of interest that might incline them to render advice that is not disinterested. Disclosures must include sufficiently specific facts to allow clients to understand applicable conflicts and give informed consent or reject them. Advisors must disclose if they or their supervised persons accept sales compensation including but not limited to asset-based sales charges or service fees. When a conflict exists, advisors must disclose how they address the conflicts. Advisors disclosing that they may have a conflict when there actually is a conflict is not adequate disclosure. Some examples of material facts to be disclosed pertaining to share class and revenue sharing conflicts include the fact that the advisor has financial interests in the choice of the mutual fund share classes that conflict with the interest of clients. This is applicable when a firm or its representatives receive 12B1 fees or other types of compensation or benefits when placing clients in mutual fund investments. How sales charges, transaction fees, and ongoing fees affect a client's investment returns over time. The different share classes for the same recommended mutual fund are available and that they represent the same underlining investments. Whether there are any limitations on the availability of share classes to clients that are due to the business of the advisor or the service provider the advisor uses, such as custodians or clearing brokers. Whether periodic reviews of accounts are performed to determine if converting to another share class is available and appropriate whether a practice of offsetting or rebating some or all of the additional costs to clients are made, along with the details of such practice, whether any payments from a clearing broker or custodian are provided to the advisor when clients invest in non-transaction fee mutual funds, or when recommendations are made to invest in 12B1 fee paying share classes. While the FAQs mainly focus on conflicts regarding mutual fund share class selection and revenue sharing arrangements, the SEC does stress in the FAQs that many of the same principles and disclosure obligations apply to other forms of compensation received by advisors. Compensation conflict is an area the SEC remains very focused on during exams and they continue to bring enforcement actions against advisors for inadequate disclosures. So if you need assistance with ensuring your disclosures are robust, Core Compliance can help. Just contact us at 619-278-0020 or email us at info at corecls.com. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week's episode. 
If you'd like additional information, please check out our website at www.corecls.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter at CoreCLS. Thank you, and we hope you tune in to next week's episode of the CCO Buzz.